1: the fantasy football report back again a little late if you're watching us live but we're here we are ready to talk week three it was uh, maybe not the best week from a fantasy perspective for at least the two of us and probably a lot of our listeners but uh yeah otherwise how's it going
2: yeah we're just uh taking it one day at a time well my entire betting day just turned on this on this brady stuff is happening right now um yeah. oh my god are you, anyway, so long story short, yeah, it's been one of those days. Um, but, you know, to bring some positivity to the show, um, a lot of rookies popped off today, man.
1: That's right. I mean, we can we can hop right into it. One of the rookies who kind of popped off is not someone that I drafted anywhere, um, because by the time he was trendy, he was too expensive. And really, I didn't think he was that good. But Damian Pierce... Rushed 20 times for 80 yards and a touchdown catching both his targets for 21 yards. I mean, do you think Damian Pierce is for real? There's been talk the whole offseason that he was going to be the lead guy. Um what do you make of this stat line? You chasing this?
2: I'm not chasing it. I mean, people are anchored to where where they were drafting him, right? Like I think a lot of people are just going to use this as like a confirmation bias to where they were drafting him or you know overdrafting him. Uh I think that he is the lead guy um i just don't see i just don't see much by way of upside here right like this is kind of a really good solid like upside game i guess for a running back because considering how tough the position has been this season mm-hmm. and and rex burkett is dust and so on and so forth right and it also comes down to the fact that this team has it's oh my god it's really barren at receiver it's got they're rolling out the corpse of chris moore <laughs> if you remember him as a wide yeah. receiver three I remember him from his days in Baltimore. Yep. Um. The, you know, Brandon Cooks didn't do much of anything today. Like Rex Burkhead was getting fed targets. Like this is not necessarily an offense I truly want to target. I don't think I want to buy and Pierce at all. I mean, maybe from a prop betting perspective, you can find low lines or something. But even then, you're not like I'm not that confident in it, right? Um. Yeah. Like it's kind of a mixed bag, right? Like, like, like the bears are one of the only few teams where you could truly hang in or hang around with them to where he's going to be able to get to put up these kind of stat lines.
1: Um, Yeah. I mean,
2: if the Jaguars didn't look
1: so good right now while they're playing, then I would say in the AFC South, he'd have a lot of games where he'd be able to, where they'd be able to hang around the Colts, of course, beat the chiefs today, the Jaguars putting up close to 40. So now I'm not so sure course it's just one game but i mean the other thing about this performance is that burkhead had the five targets um yeah, that's the issue so you know in most game scripts the texans are going to be in burkhead is probably the guy you'd rather have on your fantasy team
2: when you yeah play. i mean maybe maybe not half people i mean like, i guess it depends like it's so cost contingent right because i don't think people are trading away peers like i think they're they're right like, 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 I think there's, like, one of two two camps, right? Like, okay, so like the only, like, caveat, I'll, I'll caveat that. There's been a bunch of QB injuries. So if there's any way for you to package Pierce plus another player and try and trade for a low-end quarterback, like I would be doing that if you if you really need the help, right? Like, in, in Superflex or two QB leagues.
1: Um, That's true. I doubt
2: many... Like, that's many-
1: that's all I'd be doing.
2: Yeah, this...
1: You would use this as an opportunity to try to sell Pierce,
2: yeah, I'd be trying to sell high to try and find or fit a position in need, or even up to you at a at a spot, right? Like you're if you're if you really are looking to capitalize on the fact that he had this big game early, right? Like I'm, I mean, we've talked we've talked a little bit about this, but like it's been a really 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 bad run for the early round running backs. Christian McCaffrey not good. Jonathan Taylor not good. Um. <laughs> Uh, Austin Eckler also not good. Um, today, Derrick Henry popped off. If we can we're, we're, Delvin, just, just Delvin for those of you listening. Sorry. Dalvin Cook got hurt today. Dalvin Cook got hurt today. So um, yeah, like I think people are looking for some kind of a running back upside. Pierce kind of represents running back upside, right? Because like, oh, you couldn't buy him then. Maybe you can buy him now. So maybe you should go ahead and do that. Like, or you could probably try and and swap him for a couple of players, right? Like a like a uh, I don't know, man. Like a like another running back plus or something, right there, right? Like I would say, guy who I really w- was hoping would be popping off today was Traylon Burks, uh, who got one of two targets for 13 yards in the Titans' Week Three win over the Raiders. This was genuinely just a massive letdown spot for me and and Burks. Okay. Like after coming off that massive game last week, I was really hoping Burks was set to like really start ascending. Um, but no, we see Derrick Henry at six targets today and he got five of those for 58 yards right and then Robert Woods coming off an ACL tear looked very spry caught four of his nine targets for 85 yards and so this was where it got really frustrating because I wanted Burks to be a thing so so badly but going back to Pierce like, like Burks plus who equals Pierce in your head um oh man I mean
1: obviously that depends on the format uh you know in dynasty, there's no way that's even close. Like, you would have to give up way more than Pierce to get Burks. Um, in redraft, I don't think I don't know if I'm if I'm it's, <laughs> it's hard to put myself in this mindset since I don't own Pierce anymore, anywhere, but I wouldn't be buying him, I wouldn't sell Burks to get Pierce if that makes sense. Um,
2: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm talking if you're if you're rostering Pierce and who you're going to be trying to spin him for, right? Yeah. Like, I, like, if I could, if I could, I really want, and we can talk about, we'll talk about the Jets later, but a guy who I really want to buy into is Zach Wilson. Uh, And, and we'll, we'll get to those ideas later, but Pierce plus who equals Zach Wilson in, 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 in a two quarterback league, right? I think that that's where it gets difficult. Because um, you really, like, I think maybe Pierce plus Jahan Dotson, Dotson had a quiet day, but we can talk about him later. Um... Uh so I'll just remind me that when we get when we get to that part of the of the show sheet, we'll we'll, we'll bring that part up. But uh I the reason I'm I'm stalling is because I wanted to add like there's a good question here in the chat. Seth Cloutier asks, should I trade Jared Goff, Dalvin, and Sutton for Herbert, Brees Hall, and Mike Evans? Um, I think I would do that uh trade. Uh you're taking on a lot of the risk there at Herbert. So assuming this is a one quarterback league, which I think it should be. I think I'd much rather have the Brees Hall, Mike Evans side. Dalvin injured his shoulder. He didn't come back. Madison's always looked good in relief. Um, And we can spin this forward as to why I want Brees is because today he rushed eight times for 39 yards, but he caught six of his 11 targets for 53 yards. I mean, you know, so you're seeing this guy split the backfield with Michael Carter, but you're seeing him get a lot, and I mean, a lot of targets coming through the air. The Jets want to play fast. They do want to play fast. That's why I was talking about Zach Wilson earlier. Yeah. They ran what, like another another week where they're cresting 80 plays. Um, like.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, at least uh, at least 70. I
2: don't know. Yeah, I mean, so so like this is like a team that I mean, Flacco threw the ball 52 times, right. and I'm just going to do just a little bit of box score scouting here. Um looking at the game log. Okay. So I go through 52 times today. He threw 44 last week and he threw 59 in week one. <laughs> right. So, so this is why I was saying I wanted to buy Zach Wilson. Cause I want to buy this. Like the fact that this team is playing fast. They're just playing fast. I like, I like, I'm not so sure what to say when you're, when you're, when a 40 year old new arm quarterback is feeding, you know, the top four guys plus Tyler Conklin, like 10 plus targets each, right?
1: Well, this is a team that obviously they've been in a ton of losing game scripts, right? I don't know. They beat the, they beat the Browns obviously, but they were losing most of that game too. So um, it's a team that kind of plays the way you want, uh, you want teams to play when they're behind. So um, that doesn't seem like it's going to change. So I do think that this is an offense that you can, that you can buy into. Um, Yeah. I don't know about, about Wilson, like Flacco, even though he threw 52 times, he only had 3.4 fantasy points um, because he just didn't have any touchdowns. 285 yards is fine, but with two interceptions and um, he fumbled twice, it looks like. So, you know, without the efficiency, I don't know that the quarterback play is going to be good on, even on an offense that runs fast, but you can probably count on Brees Hall, or Carter, Garrett Wilson, these guys getting a lot of targets. So I do think that this this offense is worth buying into. In terms of that trade, I mean, I agree. I think just to get Brees Hall, uh, to get the Brees Hall side of that trade is worth doing in a one quarterback league. In two quarterback, it's a little trickier.
2: Yeah, uh, and just to bring this full circle back to Damian Pierce, this is why, like, I'm if you if, if you if if you have rostered Pierce. I wouldn't be rushing out to sell him because you do want to sell him for a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to sell him for a lot. So if you're if you're able to start him with confidence, by all means, please go ahead and do so um, because you're finding a lot of teams trending towards these this like RBVC style, right? Um, There's a good question again here in the chat where you thought in Jamal Williams. Well, Jamal Williams is a green zone monster, right? Like Jamal Williams has essentially usurped Swift in the 20 yards and in like he's getting all those high value touches and for swift to really pay off that one two turn like he's he start, he's starting he's going to need to start converting unfortunately right like his long runs into into scores um yeah swift has been quest- i mean they're coming, coming right
1: every single game this season
2: so far it doesn't seem yeah. like He's completely healthy, so there is that. But yeah, he left early today. Jamal Williams took over and just had 20 carries, 87 yards, two scores, right? Oh, he did. He did leave early. Yeah. I think he did. Well, I mean, it would explain why he had seven carries, yeah, 31 yards. Um, I don't. Um, I don't recall seeing. I don't recall seeing a uh, uh any news alert pop up. So
1: yeah. Well, in any case, yeah, he's clearly not fully healthy. Um, Jamal Williams. Yeah, if he's going to be getting these goal line carries, then... He has been the first
2: two weeks, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, because cause if you want to talk a little bit about... Yeah, he played through a... Yeah, I mean, Swift played through an ankle injury this week, so he did play. Right. Um, But, I mean, that said, if he can't go next week, man, Jamal Williams is going to just reap the Seahawks' souls. Because <laughs> um, the other backup who actually went off this week was Khalil Herbert. Uh, this goes back to the Houston Bears game, a game that we just cannot get enough of, apparently. Um, Khalil Herbert had 20 carries for 157 yards and two scores. He also got both of his targets for 12 yards. Right? Like, so this is a guy, I mean, this is just a team that is tough. It's just very tough. I was really big on fields. Um, That's looking like a very big mistake. He has... I mean, the Bears have done him no favors. Like I'm willing to keep the candle on for him until like the Bears get a real wide receiver, right? Because what's his name isn't one. Darnell Mooney. Like he he had six targets. He got two of them for 23 yards. And then like apparently post game, even though they won, he was like practicing with the jugs machine. And it's like, yeah, dude, we get it, man. Like you have a Napoleon complex. Yeah. Like like how how tall is Darnell Mooney anyway? Uh, Five eleven. He's so shorter than me. All right. Um. Um. Yeah, David Montgomery
1: left this game early with a, yeah. a knee or ankle injury or something like that. But I think the latest I saw was that it's not serious. Not, not so, too serious. Yeah. So obviously, if Montgomery's going to miss extended time, then Herbert is probably going to be the top ad in most leagues where he's not already rostered. But
2: um. Yeah. Maybe, but anyway. Uh, yeah, but like the guy. But just to go back to the Jets, just because they're running so many plays. Uh, the guy who I really wish I could get I had rostered more of is Gat Wilson. He got six of his 10 targets for 60 yards and unfortunately no scores. But I mean, he's it seems that he's like him and Elijah Moore running as a 1A, 1B, um, you know, which is in direct, you know, complete opposite to what the Bears have and Mooney, which is like a wide receiver three at best, right? Um, but you know, so you've got Gat Wilson who is just a rookie who's going and I just I mean we were he was an exciting prospect it's a fantastic prospect and it's like exciting to see him come on this early you know Mm-hmm. yeah for and, sure and I'm just optimistic that th- like there's enough juice in the Zach Wilson tank to really help that offense unlock its true potential
1: yeah yeah um there's not a lot from Wilson's rookie season that makes me particularly confident in in what he's doing but on the other hand you know there's not a lot there wasn't a lot that Trevor Lawrence did today he put up well that game oh yeah did it just
2: end he put up yeah it three just three. ended he, he 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 I mean the, the Chargers should not have been playing Justin Herbert for starters yeah. but they just looked completely not ready to play at home yeah they got completely wrecked um yeah Isaiah so Spiller was inactive Right. Yeah.
1: Right. We should talk about Spiller again because he's someone that we have rostered on a lot of teams and have continued to stash. And um, third straight game he's been inactive, which, well, I don't know. That's never a good sign, right? Yeah. If you if you don't have a deep enough bench to stash guys that you don't actually expect to play, then he he would be droppable at this
2: point for sure. I would say. Right. Yeah. I think so. I think I think the only pitch you're holding him is like. FFPC like 20, 20 roster things, uh, 20 20 uh 20 uh 20 uh, roster spots deep, right? Like the only that's the only place you could truly hold them. Um because there's no one else out there. It kind of depends on
1: whether you need to pick up guys to start, you know? Um like how bad is your team already? Do you need to fill holes in your starting lineup already? If you lost um Montgomery, or if you lost uh Dalvin Cook today, then maybe you need to drop Spiller to pick up someone who's going to take one of those starting spots.
2: Yeah, um that's a that's a really good point. And I'm just chatting with one of the with one of our uh viewers right here, Kyle's Money. He's like, if you know, chip chasing fan, wrote wrote of his radio guy talking about. We we're just chatting about the rookie wide receivers. He brought up Chris Olave. It's almost like he's been looking at our show sheet because that's the guy we're discussing next. Mm-hmm. He got nine of his 13 targets for 147 yards and no scores in the Saints' Week Three loss to the Panthers. A player, I mean, like this will honestly come to no surprise, right? Like this is a this is a rookie wide receiver, just straight up, just straight up like housing air yards. Like air yards are just like he's just I don't know attracting deep deep balls. He's converting these. It, it was his the big game is gonna come and then one day he's going to also land all the touchdowns and that's going to be this massive freaking explosion. Like Olave yeah. is going to have a 50-point week this season, I feel it.
1: It seems like it. Yeah, I wrote about this last week. He is uh 334 air yards he had last week were like the third most ever in a game since air yards have been tracked. Um so uh, it's not that much of a surprise to see this kind of game coming. It'll be interesting to see how many air yards he had in this one he did have the 13 targets so it's probably going to be a lot but um yeah with this kind of usage uh i would expect to see him have several more big games this season so um
2: and also shout out to Traquan smith uh for for putting up a, a reasonable game i don't think he's on rosters anywhere and he shouldn't be but he did well good yeah. job um i will say i will say like it's impressive, Jameis Winston's out here gutting this out. We know he's got fractures in his back, so I, I mean, the fact that you know, it's just a, it's just a reminder of what these guys put themselves through for our, for our entertainment. You know, like 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 here's Jameis like nursing several, I mean, injuries that would have me bedridden for the rest like the rest of the year and possibly longer. Just straight up going out there and you know chucking the ball incredibly just deep and making
1: Another rookie I did want to get your thoughts on is someone that I did draft a lot of, Sky Moore, who God. humbled the first punt of the game and then didn't see any more action in this game. Yeah. Uh that, that was, the chief that ended up losing. Uh, is Sky Moore someone you can continue
2: to hold? You kind of have to, but like Sky less, if you ask me, man. Like, <laughs> oh. like we're 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 in, we're in we're in bad, bad shape right now. Uh, with Sky more like us slappies are just getting slapped, yes. um, which is I, it's, it's expected uh, a little bit. What's actually genuinely pathetic, I think is their dependence on Marquez Valdez Scantling mm-hmm. uh, seven targets, four catches for 48 yards. This is not like he They kept force feeding him the damn ball. And he kind of was useless. Um, the running game is getting nothing going. Uh, Glide edwards hilaire had seven carries. Without looking it up, there. How many yards do you think he had? Uh, rushing yards. twenty seven Seven carries. He had zero rushing yards on seven carries. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not like Isaiah Pacheco yeah, did much. Though, right? Sorry? He
1: had a touchdown
2: though, right? Yeah, he did. He did.
1: Saved his day with a touchdown. And and
2: uh, and, and, and and five catches for 39 touchdown. yards. But like, what is that though, right? Like, that's not like that's not what you were expecting where you were. Like, Maybe it's fine where you're yeah. drafting him. I don't know. But, like, for Sky Moore, where we were drafting him, he's unfortunately, like, a hold. I mm-hmm. don't know what else you can do. Like, at this point, like, I think we've got to give it one more week before we start thinking about wavering him away because once you get into the bye week, you cannot hold him anymore. Yeah. Like, he's not he's not, he's not, not starting for us. Juju, like, the fact that they're so kind of off and on with him is, is kind of tilting. But I want to get your thoughts here on Isaiah Pacheco. He had three carries for nine yards. Like, when is it rojo time is my my question right like because you can tell that this like running like he's consistently a game day inactive Mm -hmm. and i think that they actually are going to need a pure through the tackles guy
1: yeah i mean after both edward Solaire and pacheco struggled running the ball i think it's it's definitely fair to ask why we're not seeing rojo active um yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see the snap shares. I guess is Pacheco playing on special teams? Is that something that Rojo doesn't do? That might be that might be a thing. I mean, I'm sure they don't want to carry four running backs
2: active. Active. Well, well I mean, they might. Yeah, but I mean, if if they've decided to give Sky Moore some more time in incubation, we could see him become a game day inactive, right? And then the second yep. more That's than true. it game day inactive, you just gotta you gotta you gotta drop him. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, I think that would mean like the Sky Moore dream for 2022 is dead. Right. Uh, don't say it. Uh, it's, it's fine. It happens. Mistakes, mistakes happen to be made. Right. Like, like, I, like, I'll never, uh, like, how could you fault anyone for chasing a player on a Patrick Mahomes at offense that was drafted that early? Right. Um, You can't, you can't because he's, he's made Marquez Valdez Cantling a thing. Right. Like, um, on the other side, uh, tight end Jelani Woods uh, got two of his three targets for 13 yards and two scores. Uh, thanks for nothing, Jelani Woods. <laughs> I mean, like, what are your thoughts on on on? I guess just what are your thoughts on Woods? I mean, is this someone who you who who you're going out to grab? Like, like w- this is a disgusting tight end situation between him, Moali Cox, and Kylan Grant Granson. It is pretty bad, but I think the fact that
1: he caught those two touchdowns those are going to stick in coaches minds i think that it wouldn't be surprising to see him get more opportunity in this offense uh in the near future and for that reason i do think he's probably worth worth adding if you are in need of a tight end
2: yeah uh, yeah I, I also think like i wanted to see did you see what Isaiah likely did today he had like what? Uh, two targets, one catch for eight yards. Yeah. Justice Hill, though. <laughs> anyway, I, <don't, laughs> I, I really don't want to talk much about the, the Ravens uh, Patriots game. There's not, like, because we're trying to talk, like, primarily about rookies. Um, I, I think I, likely was the only guy I was interested in. Did, did you yeah. see anything from Dobbins that you liked?
1: I mean, him getting the ball, and yeah. he looked good. He made some, uh, <laughs> he made a few nice catches that was that were, uh, that were, good. I don't think you can expect that to be a big part of his game going forward, but obviously when, you know, his first week back, I don't think it's surprising that they kind of eased him in. The thing that was most encouraging is that I didn't see Kenyon Drake or Mike Davis touch the ball at all. I didn't even see them on the field. Um, Although they might've been, but uh, I think um, getting those guys as, you know, (laughs) way less involved than they were is, a good thing um the one other note from this game is that it looked like mac jones left he was limping off at the end with a knee injury yeah.
2: um uh, although recent I... news on that was actually kind of positive in that he didn't seem to have damaged anything too too badly his ankle luckily thankfully was intact it sounds like it might be a bad sprain okay. um he might be able to play through it is is the belief um he did lead uh, Devonte Parker today to a career high, man. Oh. Um, that that was That's impressive. Um, I do want to talk quick, briefly about Jahan Dotson. Uh, so Dotson's a thing, huh? That's <laughs> like, definitely a thing. Eight targets today, only caught two for 10 yards, but I'm just saying that he he's up there. Like him, Terry, Mc, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel are supremely up there when it comes down to target share. It's very condensed targetry. Yeah. Um, Dotson is a guy who shouldn't be on waivers. Yeah, he definitely
1: shouldn't be on waivers. You would like, obviously, some more efficiency from this game. On the other hand, like the Eagles have been shutting down every quarterback they've played pretty much. So it's... Not that surprising that uh we didn't see a big game from this passing offense. Um it would be nice if the commanders decided they wanted to give Sam Howell a try, but I don't think that's gonna happen.
2: I think they need to, man. They need I think to, they need I to. Think well- Wentz Wentz has just been this garbage time compiler. Like like you like the Eagles put up twenty-four in the second quarter. And then they took their foot off the gas. This could have been an absolute mauling. They should have. They should not be playing Carson Wentz anymore. The season is over. The season <laughs> is over.
1: Yeah. No, I mean like, I agree that Wentz is not the answer here, and Sam Howell might be. And you need to see what you've got. You it. just. You need,
2: you to, need to, to see this, and you need to fail. If you're going to fail, you have to fail fast.
1: I don't like, see fail that
2: fast that. and start the process I again next that year.
1: That soon. Maybe if Wentz has a few more games
2: like this. But. They just need to do it like it's it's the same thing, so like and this is just to bring back the um uh, uh, another rookie who' we're, who've been who we've been waiting on a skinny picket here for for, mm-hmm. for 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 the Steelers. I know it's not on our show sheet, but I just wanted to say that trubisky um <laughs> he's been blaming everybody but himself for the troubles like it's been the same way since chicago yeah. uh that said like trubisky's playing like how we expect trubisky to play? Mm-hmm. which isn't very good. He hasn't really been using his legs either. So he doesn't have that much of like, he can't really extend plays and he isn't really playing within structure. Right. Uh, can't really hit his receivers over the middle. At some point, you just have to start the guy you paid a first round pick for. I know a lot of the, the the quarterback pricing for some of these guys was deflated. This you know, in, in the NFL draft, but you just have to start Sam Howell to see what you have because this, like Washington has a very talented receiver core, and they're only putting up garbage time stats and not competitive right now,
1: yeah, yeah, uh it would be nice to see Pickett as well, I think um it's probably the least uh or the one we expected to see the earliest out of all the quarterbacks, obviously, since he was drafted the earliest, but um yeah, trubisky is clearly not not getting yeah. it done here, so I think we probably will see Pickett pretty soon,
2: yeah I'm, I'm, hopeful. What the coach says. I'm hopeful, um but i do I do want to talk about this one last. Last rookie here, Um, the Green Bay Packers is Romeo Dobbs. He got eight of eight targets for 73 yards and a score. Um, uh, I will say uh, the books today hung hung a prop line for him at that opened at uh, 28 and a half. Um, That was his receiving line this morning. I don't think they're gonna ever hang hang anything (laughs) short of 40 for him going forward.
1: Yeah, that was pretty. This was a nice game, and hopefully. After this game, you see Rodgers looking his way a lot more. I mean, Dobbs probably is not quite the prospect Devontae Adams was. He wasn't drafted as early either, but um, you know, he's someone who was super productive in college. Um, he has some athleticism. I think it would be it would be really interesting to see him as the wide receiver one in this offense, and it looks like he's he's making a case for that. So uh, yeah.
2: i'm I'm done with alan lazard dude oh for sure he got he got four of his six targets for 45 yards and a score i really like i know a lot of people didn't like him as a prospect but i just want to see the upside in christian watson i'm kind of optimistic that that he's good too yeah um like i think i think that he's good uh
1: was he um he
2: was out for because
1: of a hamstring injuries right not because
2: not a, not a conscious decision. Um yeah. is he night like, like the Packers' wide receiver core is is banged up? Yeah. Um, I I will say we got a couple of good questions in the chat here. One is, uh, Blair, would you trade Jamar Chase for CMC straight up? No. Um, the guys' other re- receivers are Lamb, Waddle, Godwin, and uh Wilson at wide receiver. He's got Barkley, Patterson, Hunt, Pierce at running back. I I actually kind of agree with you. I think I'm. Much happier without CMC. I I just don't think. Okay, so I'll be pretty blunt here. Like, I just don't think that CMC, who we saw years ago, is coming back.
1: Yeah, I mean, even today, he had like 25
2: carries for 108 yards and only two catches for seven.
1: Yeah, and only on four targets. That's the big thing. Even though he had a decent day on the ground in terms of yardage, the thing that made McCaffrey the running back one and made him so good is that uh, that he was getting those targets. And that's just not happening in this offense for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so until, this, we see, until
2: we see that, I'm a little... Uh, I'm, I don't, but know. I don't think... I I, I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah. Like, I think... Like, like there were years... Like, we saw LaVisca Chenault get two, two targets. Shai Smith get two targets. Something called Giovanni Ricci get two targets. <laughs> right? You saw this. You saw three targets go to Ian Thomas and one go to Tommy Tremble. Like, the year where we saw... CMC get all those targets was, was the year where DJ Moore got hurt. They had bad quarterbacks who just refused to push the ball downfield. And they just didn't care that much about running an exotic offense. Right? I think, I think and they were very, very concentrated on trying to get CMC the ball to get a thousand thousand record because they had nothing else going for their, for their franchise at that point. Yeah. I don't think that, C, that CMC is not coming back. He is, he's just not like he might be running routes, but at this point, like I will, I will hand it to the team for re- recognizing that, you know, in order to like up your EP, they are throwing the ball down the field. And as Kyle money mentions, like Baker looks bad. Yeah, he looks bad. He looks, he looks terrible.
1: Sure. Baker like, does look bad, but it's not like, McCaffrey hasn't thrived with bad quarterbacks before. Yeah. I think it's true that Baker is bad, but it's also true that this yeah. is a really poorly coached team.
2: I'm just, kidding. yeah, but I mean, but I mean, like when because Baker's like target share is what cut in half now, like
1: probably well, more than half. Baker only threw 25 passes today, so yeah. he's like that's what 18%, 17%. That's actually a good target share for a
2: running back, but but yeah. he's catching like half of them,
1: right? I mean, it's like, the overall play volume it's the fact that baker is not that great um it's just a bad situation
2: (laughs) yeah and i mean like and there's another good question in the chat which is should i start judy or jeff wilson in ppr uh he's up 12 and has and he uh going up against javante williams and sutton in this case i'm actually gonna lean towards um and he's up by 12 i'm gonna lean towards jeff wilson i Mm -hmm. think being 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 a 12 point favorite there's no one behind Jeff Wilson on that running back chart. Like, that, uh, I think it's, uh, what's, he's uh, an undrafted free agent. I can't remember his name. Mason. Yeah, Mason. Um, this is a team that wants to run. It does want to run with Jimmy G under center. Trey Lance isn't going to be stealing those those running opportunities. I think you just go play for floor. And then if you lose to Javante plus Sutton, you lose to Javante plus Sutton. Judy's coming off an injury. I fully, like, I think this is a game flow situation where I think they're going to play Judy, but he's going to be more of like a, uh, a decoy, if you will, because he's coming off. Cause I don't think they're going to really need to press as much. What do you think, Blair?
1: I mean, I think that's right. I guess the one thing is if you, unless you think Wilson can put up enough to keep up with Williams and Sutton plus 12, you could start Judy and get that negative correlation so that if Sutton has a bad game, Judy probably has a good one. Um, that's the only thing, but that's close. I mean, Wilson, prob- Wilson feels a little bit safer just because we know they like to run the ball. We yeah. know they like to go to Wilson, especially near the goal line. Tough call, though.
2: Yeah. I mean, best of luck to you, though. I- I- I'm-, I'm hopeful that you pull out the win. Um, That's it. All right. So this was, unfortunately, a little bit of a quicker show. Uh, mm-hmm. There's two games left, Dallas, New York, and uh, we've got um, uh, San Francisco, Denver. Uh, Blair, what are you looking forward to? What do you want to see? And what do you think uh, everybody should pay attention to uh, going into next week?
1: Well, um, my apologies to McSweet, but I do want to see Javante Williams have a big game. He's on a lot of my rosters and it would help me a lot. But uh, and obviously seeing Saquon uh, hopefully get back to his week one form would be big. Um, That's uh, that's something that, uh, you know, would be has been sort of started to be a revelation this this season, seeing him look like the, the Saquon of old. And I'm, I'm excited to, to see more of that.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I, I guess for me, I personally want to see Sutton take a step. Like, unfortunately I would like to see Sutton do something. I'm actually interested to see what, who this guy they brought in uh, for the Broncos, they like, will like hack it. Like really, he really help hack it, not make <laughs> painfully, obviously bad rookie mistakes. Um, I'm, I think for tom- for tomorrow, Giants for the Giants as Cowboys game, I am I'm just happy and thankful that football's on. I think I'm hoping just to see like <laughs> like, like something else. <laughs> I I'm I'm, I'm hoping CeeDee Lamb can go off. I like Noah Brown. Um, the guy who I'm gonna really honestly be tracking, I think next week. And this is the only guy we didn't talk uh, talk about the, on, on the show sheet was James Cook. He only mm-hmm. had one rushing attempt today, but caught four or five targets for 37 yards. Um, I wonder if he's going to actually build upon this right like could we see the Bills eventually be moving away from this three headed monster they've constructed at running back um, and they kind of did it today with James Cook seemingly overtaking Zach Moss in the receiving game. Yeah. So I wonder how long it is until he's like totally takes over the Zach Moss role, including the carries.
1: Yeah, I mean Moss did have more carries than him. And this was another weird game because Singletary had eleven targets and yeah. looked like I mean he looked really good. And uh uh, you know, I kind of still think Singletary might be the best running back in this backfield. But, um but yeah, it's it's interesting and it would be it would be good to see Cook get more involved as a receiver, I think, although unless well, I don't know. I have, the guy I own most is Singletary, so I just want him to get all the work.
2: Yeah, I've rostered Singletary the most as well, but I've got a, like I've got I've got Cook on a bunch of dynasty teams that were very running back needy, and I'll be pretty honest, they're still very running back needy. <laughs> so so I like a little bit of clarity there. Now um, but-
1: uh, yeah, one uh, note that's worth uh, you know because it's kind of close to our hearts at Roto is Diggs did lead this game early, although I'm not sure. Th- wasn't clear there was an injury or just cramping or something have you heard any more of that
2: i have not but i'm going to keep my eyes open it could possibly be cramping because there were some bills players who did suffer like heat issues today and cramps
1: yeah yeah that's definitely one to monitor obviously Diggs was having a an amazing season um so we hope that uh he's good to go next week um and yeah with that i think uh we'll wrap it up if you're uh is there anything else we need to touch on
2: no i think we're absolutely good
1: <laughs> all right uh yeah well remember to rate and review the podcast channel subscribe to our youtube channel um, and uh yeah we'll talk at you next time